you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And J-Mac and, well, Sweet Victory and J-Mac are on tap. We mm-hmm. say it that way because it rhymes. Sweet Victory <laughs> and J-Mac are on tap uh, to help us navigate the show. kind of rhymes. Uh, anyways, and, and you're a part of it, too. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, today's uh, topic of conversation is just a discussion about your pronouns, um, mm. how you... <laughs> how you prefer um, to be addressed, Uh, but really it's directed at the kids. So today's topic is what are your pronouns, kids? And when I say directed at the kids, I don't mean that literally today we're talking to kids. I'm talking about that this is what is happening in our culture today. I think so many of our listeners already understand this, but um, we feel inclined on a regular basis to run a highlighter over what's going on and how we can hopefully offer some encouragement and some practicals for how to stand against what's going on in the culture. And again, you know, I I would say that these are conversations that you should absolutely decide by the leading of the Holy Spirit uh, when to have them with your children. You should not be forced to have these conversations with your children. So let me just put a disclaimer in place. And I know some people may think the disclaimer is unnecessary, um, but I just can't be sure. So if you're listening with a young person and you've not, had this conversation with him or her um, yet about pronouns and gender confusion, uh, then that may be something that you would say, you know, I'm not going to listen to Will and Miki today. Um, maybe we'll just do it at another time because I, I, I believe that the Lord has entrusted your children to you. Yes. And he has given you wisdom and discernment to know those children and to know when certain topics are appropriate to introduce to them. What I am going to talk about today is Uh, shoring up what our kids believe before we even introduce these topics. And and Mm. I think that is so important. And I'll give a practical example Mm -hmm. of what we did um, just yesterday with one of our little Sam Witt is six. And and so I'll just talk about that. And and again, the aim, I don't want to get too far ahead, um, but the aim is not necessarily to produce a response to what the culture is churning out. Mm-hmm. The aim is to fortify their faith. The aim is that they behold their God, that they know who he is. And, and that is what we thoroughly want. Amen. Right. And so but the byproduct of that is that when they are combated or when they are confronted with these ideologies that are combative. OK, we can use both. Um, then they'll be ready to respond. Yeah. And that's because they will be so well versed in the truth. Not the truth as a response to a challenge, not the truth in response to an objection, but the truth, right? So that when the objection or when the challenge comes, the kids are ready. And I think if we live this way, this is just faithful living, by the way, like it's just faithful living. And and if I could just say, if we had been living this way, I used to say, we used to say growing up uh, from jump, like right from the very beginning. Okay. Right. Like I don't even know what, why that means that from jump, but anyway, okay. So we used to say from jump, meaning from the very beginning. 
So if we had been living this way from jump, then when we found ourselves here in America, we would not have been like shaken overwhelmingly because it would have been like, oh, well, we already teach them the truth. Like right. we already are providing robust apologetic like we and, and we have a basis for it because we're teaching them to live otherworldly. Right. And we anticipate that they're going to be asked why they do those things. Exactly. And so we're giving them a defense. This this is first Peter 315. But in order to get to the defense, we are training them to live differently. Mm. Right. So. As it is, we haven't done that. We would rather send our kids to be taught apologetics. We would rather send them to be taught apologetics than to actually teach them to live differently and provide them the tools to explain why they're living differently. We want our kids to learn apologetics without living differently. Mm. I don't understand. Like, we want them to be (laughs) well-liked but be ready to give a reason for the hope that lies within you. But in order to get to that place... Mm -hmm. The Apostle Peter is laying out all of these directives that say, hey, you're not of this world. Right. You, you're you not from around here. Like, right. that's what, you know what I mean? Like, that's what the Apostle Peter is saying in his letter. And and unfortunately, we have thought, oh, well, I'm just going to have my kid. I want my kid to kind of be popular. And I don't want my kid to look like, you know, the, those types of Christians. Right. So I just but I do want if my kid is pressed on Christianity I want my kid to be able to talk about the age of the earth and I want my kid to be able to talk about some of these different theories. And Mm -hmm. I want my kid to be able to talk about some of the, you know, can you give me some scientific apologetics? And I want to give you some life apologetics. All right. (laughs) Like raise kids who with boldness will live differently with boldness will counter culture on, on, on the regular. And also now watch, cause somebody just tuned out. Oh, she said no to science. No, I'm saying, (laughs) and also, as they go, while they are doing that, yeah. ready them to be able to give a reason for the hope that lies within them. Because what that scripture presupposes is that this hope that you have has produced different living in you. Mm. Right. So so let's talk about what's going on today. And um, I've got a few different stories here and a couple of clips that we want to. <sighs> Look, let me just tell you, I love you people <laughs> so much. OK. <laughs> All right. And and. The things I subject myself to. So I, I tried to, there's one clip that I wanted to play for you. And, and then I wanted to play for you uh, some sort of example of a clip that I thought I could use anything. I was desperate for anything that I thought I could use to try to stress for you the severity of what the first clip means, right? Like what this actually means. And when I tell you that I couldn't find anything that, more than two seconds where that I could play before it was just vulgar before Mm. it was obscene. But this person who is the topic that we're going to be talking about here in just a little bit is featured in a kid's program. (laughs) This person, I, I, I thought, well, let me just, I want our listeners just to hear a little bit like that. You could understand here is who this person is that has been presented on a platter to our kids. Okay. But I can't, I can't find anything. And what's more, I am so radically offended now that I'm like, oh, this is, I just, <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't, you know. I, I think going forward, what I'm just going to say is just take my word for it. This is a bad person. All right. <laughs> just, just take my word for it. You know, anyway, um, we'll get into that. Okay. So here we go. This is from the Christian Post. I don't know if any of our listeners still um, have any of their kids watching the Cartoon Network. I hope not. It People, seemed like a while ago. Like, come they, on, man. They, like, I, I, yeah. I, 
Anyway, just yeah. stop. Like, just stop. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. No, I'm telling you. Just stop letting your kids watch the Cartoon Network. Like, I just, I don't understand why you'd still be doing that in the event <laughs> that you still believe your kids are missionaries to the Cartoon Network. Um, here we, <laughs> they're going to win the Cartoon Network for Jesus. Mm. So, so if you still have kids there <clears throat> as a mission, here's the latest offering that's coming out this weekend from the Cartoon Network. And this was covered by, uh, uh, reported by Ryan Foley over at the Christian post uh, a cartoon program directed at young children is slated to feature non-binary characters as popular culture and some multinational corporations embrace LGBT activism during the month that we will not refer to what it is right this is the <laughs> month but I just I'm not although notice the topic of conversation because I want you to be fortified we can do that without acknowledging okay so the Twitter account libs of TikTok man the apostles of TikTok like I don't know who these people <laughs> Right. Uh, the, the Twitter account Libs of TikTok shared an excerpt from an upcoming episode of the Cartoon Network program. We Baby Bears. We Baby Bears. We Baby Bears. OK. okay. Sounds sound, like if you sound can, innocent. Well, it sounds like directed at babies. <laughs> That's what it's. I mean, yeah. We which would bears. call to mind innocence. Right. Yeah. We yeah. Baby Bears. Um, where characters introduce themselves and identify their pronouns. Don't worry. We also pulled the clip for you so you can hear it. Here it goes. Ah, we found Jared, poor lad. And this be Winnie. Hey there! I am the great Winifred. She, her. Actor extraordinaire. There be new crew. This is awesome. Our crew also has a new addition, Pink Box. They use they them pronouns and they pick an exceptionally good quiche. You're well met, Box. I use they, them pronouns as well. So let's get this pirate adventure going. The question is, what are, what are like, what are your pronouns, kids? What are your pronouns, kids? <laughs> One character, if you're if you're only uh, if you're only listening to the podcast, if you're not able to watch it as it's live stream because we showed the video clip, uh, let me just describe to you. So one of the characters is an anthropomorphic box. It's a box. <laughs> Given human-like characteristics, so like an eye or eyes, I'm sorry, right. eyes and a mouth, okay? So it's an anthropomorphic box, a box that introduces itself as having they, them pronouns. <laughs> oh, man, another character, a talking bird, uses they, them pronouns. Libs of TikTok cited the use of a children's court cartoon to promote LGBT ideology as the latest example of how they're after your kids. This 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 is this is a fact like you right. can prove that they are after the kids. They want the kids to repeat after me. That's their chance. Say what I say. Do what I do. So repeat after me. That's that's what these ideologically wicked people are after. They are saying to your children anybody's children they are saying repeat after me all right on tuesday the same day libs of tiktok sent out a tweet indicating that a cartoon network program would promote non-binary characters the twitter account cartoon news network plugged the episode slated to air on saturday the new episode polly's new crew will feature two non-binary characters and a discussion about pronoun usage so listen, this is this is one of the reasons and I'm going to say this very carefully here. This is one of the reasons um, and there are many, but this is one of the reasons why we are losing our children, why there is a hemorrhage uh, in the church. Right. And, and so because we think that 
we are shoring up certain fronts and we don't recognize that our kids live in a culture where really they are immersed in a wicked culture. So if we think there's only one area um, that we need to contend, right? Like that we only go and stand over here. Then what happens is we don't realize, oh, mm, it's in the air. Like they, they actually are breathing this in and this is intentional. So it's everywhere our kids are, right? So we have to be very, very uh, careful. Yeah. But we also have to be very, very proactive. Not everything. And I think sometimes we can pat ourselves on the back because we have reacted to a situation. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, yeah, man, we really got back on, you know, we got on that. And, and it's like, really what you should have been doing was fortifying your kids ahead of time. Yeah. Like we should have been proactive proactively teaching the eternal truth of God's word. And we should have also been reminding our kids that, Hey, you're in good company to stand up for the truth of scripture. You're in good company to be bold. You're not left to yourself. You're not alone. The Holy spirit indwells you. These are the kinds of conversations that we've been afraid to have with our kids because we're like, Oh, that just makes them peculiar. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, it just makes them, it just makes them a little bit weird. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Like I'm waiting for you to get to the point or get to the part where I, I should be alarmed. Mm. <laughs> like we are distinct and we are different in the world. And I don't even care that people have a problem with me saying that, right? Like people are like, see, I knew it. Told you they were strange. Well, yeah, yeah, we're different. You know, and it's interesting to me because we live in a culture where they celebrate being different, but they're really all just the same. Yeah. Like they're not yeah. actually different. But I think there's this idea that if we keep saying, hey, we're different and, and we, we're just going against the grain, that it makes them feel like they're mm. actually doing it. Right. right. So back to this article here, the LGBT activist group GLAD was the first to announce that an episode of We Baby Bears would include non-binary characters in a blog post published last month. A statement from the creative team of We Baby Bears, which elaborated on Cartoon Network's reasoning for including non-binary characters on the children's show, said this, quote, During the production of We Baby Bears, a few crew members came out with they, them pronouns. And we felt that it was important to include that in the show. Mm. Our team values representation because it's something everybody on the show deeply cares about. When we get back on the other side of the the break, I want to talk about another program that did something very similar here recently, just a day ago. And then also I want to talk about why we cannot use their terms and attempt to sanitize those terms. So when you've got Christians talking about, yeah, just it's good to be seen. Oh, yeah, you know, representation is so good. And we want to make sure that we show up. We're going to talk about why that is dangerous. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. We've got to be like, we've got to be like posted, like we've got to be on guard Mm -hmm. and defending and protecting our children. And we've got to be able to do that without apology. Like we're not asking permission to raise our kids to know the Lord, uh, to fear him and to speak and to live truthfully in the world that they exist. And we're not asking permission to do that. We're not like wringing our hands and, and, 
you know, curtsying before people to say, hey, you know, thanks for letting us live. Like, no, man, we've <laughs> we've been called to new life in Christ. And, right. and I, it's time. I think it's time that that boldness just gets regular among Christians. Yeah. You know definitely. what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be unremarkable. Like, I remember several, several years ago, you said to me in the kind of will the great way. Right. <laughs> um, I said something about like, man, on fire Christians. I don't know what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And you said, what's an on fire Christian? Mm hmm. Like you were like, you know, like, <laughs> do we have a do we have a biblical distinction for that? And I felt like, bud, bud, bud. like you know, like just kind of like, I don't sold I mean, out I don't, on fire. Like what? The, we're just it, talking yeah. about that today um, and yesterday <laughs> with some people. You know, what does that mean? What yeah. does that mean, man? And I think it's because we have to create ways to distinguish like genuine followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Or <laughs> I, I don't I yeah. don't know. But then but then the question is, so what's the rest? Like right. if you, if, if you're, oh, she's an on fire Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my goodness. Just, you know, what's the other one? Right. Like what's, what's, what's the the one that's not the one you're talking about. And, and do you <laughs> not on fire? So what is that? And like, who wants to be that? Mm. I'm so happy to be here. You guys, I am a not on fire Christian. Woo. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, a, people say, well, she's just <laughs> sold out. She's a sold out Christian. Like what would be the opposite of that? He's like, Hey, I'm a sellout. <laughs> I'm a self. I don't know. What I know though is that no one would identify, not trying to use today's language, I mean this genuinely. <laughs> no one would want to be identified as the opposite one. Right. So that can't be good. Right. So what if we just all live faithfully and so then we eliminate those categories where we just live faithfully. Now look, in the body of Christ and the, and and the the Bible makes this very clear that we are to bear with the weak Right. We there are those among us who in different situations, they're afraid. And so we want to bear with them and we want to kind of come alongside them and stand shoulder to shoulder with them and say, hey, you're not alone. You know, the the battle is pressing in and it's fierce here, but we're standing with you. So we don't say that that person's not a Christian because that person is facing something real Mm -hmm. and it causes a moment like where there's there's fear. Right. That's that's not what I'm talking about. But what I am talking about is this prolonged, sustained, like just like cowardice. Mm. Where that just is normal and where everybody just wants to like, you know, I'm thinking I read an article and I didn't want to talk about it today, but I'll just allude to it. I read another article over on the Christian Post where someone was talking about the artist known as Plum. She's a Christian artist. And how at the beginning of this month, you know, she had a post out saying to all of her LGBTQ plus um, brothers and sisters, um, something Mm. to the effect of like, I see you. Brothers and sisters. Right. Exactly. Um. <laughs> so so at what point do we just start saying, hey, listen, that's not that's not fitting for one who's Man, professing godliness. On. Like, at what point do we just stop playing nice with people and saying, well, you can be a gay affirming Christian and you can be a pronoun using Christian. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I feel like what a know. lot of this really uncovers is how many Christians are not reading the Bible. Mm. Because if you read the Bible, yeah. the, a lot of these things that are being talked about amongst Christians, yeah. you know, because they would say, well, no, it's more nuanced than that. Like, you, oh. no, it's not. Like, it's Very clear nuanced. cut, you yeah. know, who the family of God is. And, I, you know, and I know people, oh, that sounds so hateful. No, look, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> you know, Amen. Jesus said. And so yeah. the thing is, I think it shows that there's a lack of, of reading the word and, and spending time in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's weakened us and it's it's um, enabled and, you know, if you will, us to carve out 
these different like categories, almost creating a spectrum of Christian. Oh, and that's scary. A spectrum. Like, of, uh, wow. So that's like Christian. A, like, I mean, just like a continuum of Christian, mm. like from from like, uh, you know, I just like the name to like on fire. I mean, and then so the, Man, <laughs> everything in between. I don't know. It's like a reality. <laughs> and oh it's my sad. Goodness. It's sad. Let me say this. Let me go back to this Cartoon Network article here because I want to make a point about the use of some of these ideological terms that even in the church, we've tried to take over these terms and, and we've tried to make them um, less sinister than they are. We've tried to find common ground. I understand the search for common ground. I'm not, um, I'm not leading that search. Okay, but I understand the search. I understand people trying to um, be measured. Okay, for what that is worth, in as much as it brings glory to God, I'm talking about being measured and being careful in how we speak. So, for what that is worth, in as much as it reflects the holiness of God, I'm in. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. But if that is a code word for cowardice, I'm as far away from that as I can possibly be, yeah. right? Like if that is a code for I'm afraid I don't want people to dislike me, so I'm not going to say anything, then count me out of that. But if it is being slow to speak and quick to listen, if it is, you know, wanting to discern, if it's not wanting to, to play the role of the fool who has no um, interest in understanding but only airing his own thoughts, like, you know, mm. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I absolutely don't want to do that, right? right. But I don't want to use those scriptures as a way to um, – cower right. i don't want to do that okay so back to this article here and then we'll kind of pivot first let me let me play this so you you can hear this and then just this kind of um all goes into the pot right so gracie's corner has over two million subscribers on youtube and gracie's corner is sort of like the bounce nursery rhyme version of coco melon right <laughs> I don't know any other way to describe yeah. it. People may have a better, more eloquent way to describe that, but I just don't. Um, that's what it is. It's like it's like for the parents who kind of get get tight, like you've heard enough baby shark and you just are like, you know, oh, not again. And, you know, so Gracie's Corner offers sort of more of like an like a like an upbeat like, I mean, it's just like, you're like, okay, yeah, I can do this for two hours, you know, in the car. Um, but, but we've noticed even with Gracie's corner. And so we, th- th- welcome to the land of unsubscription because <laughs> right. that's, that's, that's what we just did with Gracie's corner. We're like, bye Gracie, like Gracie, <laughs> we, we tried to be, we tried to be gracious with <laughs> Gracie. Okay. Even when Gracie and her dad, they started this channel because they said, you know, we wanted to bring like this flavor to the nursery rhymes and all of these things. And they, they were using terms like representation. We were like, eh, our kids don't have to watch those videos. Like the little ones, we just watch the ABCs with a nice like beat under it. Okay. Um, so we try to just like, yeah, but more and more you're seeing things that kind of like call attention to the unnecessary things, like mm. the unnecessary things. Right. And then yesterday, Gracie's corner, released a video and just a day ago, just a day ago. And it's got three, I wrote it down. It's got 356,000 views, 356,000 views. I'm only going to play a few seconds of it for you, but I want you to listen and then we'll come back and and we'll talk on the other side of it. Here we go. Hi, Big Frida. Hi, Gracie. I heard that you're the queen of bounce music. Yes, I am. Whoa. And I heard that you like to row your boat. I sure do. Come join me. Let's sing. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. 
And then in comes the big drop of the beat, okay? <laughs> and then they're just rowing their boat, right? Um, the problem with that is this character, who is a man, mm-hmm. who goes by the name Big Frida, presents himself as a woman, um, but also as a man, like doesn't care, like just whatever, right? Just kind of like a non-binary, <laughs> self-described, whatever, um, New Orleans bounce rapper. Mm-hmm is on the kids' programming. So I thought, because I wasn't familiar with Big Frida, I just knew that this was a man. Like, <laughs> this is a man, right? So I was like, okay, so so I go, and this is so dangerous. <laughs> man, this is so dangerous. Yeah. And so I go to YouTube, like, you know, <laughs> oh. man. And I'm like, oh, Lord, be a fence around my mind. Who is Big Frida? You know, because I, I, I want to, like, <laughs> oh, I'll just show you guys, like, you know. Mm. And pl- please understand Please understand that even in the interview, so I thought if I could find a video of an interview, Big Frida, this man being interviewed by other people, I could like just let you hear that. Even in that, this man who masquerades as a woman, okay, who goes on tour, is so vulgar. The videos are so disgusting. Like it is so depraved. Like I can't even stress for you enough, but this is being presented to little kids as they sing row 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 your boat like this is this is why 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 are we doing this because we live in a time where people who are advancing their ideology they are on mission and they recognize that in order to create the kind of culture that they want to live in they're going to make it of the children mm. they're going to make it of the children like the children are the ones right, right. why because as has been said already we are going to die out we are going to die out. The old stale ones are going to die out. With your beliefs. With your beliefs. <laughs> and all of that stuff will be laid to rest with you. Or so they think. Right. <laughs> so right. they think. Right? I mean, anyway. That's why we're they, indoctrinating our kids. <laughs> come on. Come on. Right? Man. But this, this, is what, this is what we are facing. This type of radical indoctrination. And I want to say this, that it is everywhere. It is everywhere. It is in the things that you don't even think it's in. You've got... Tony the Tiger, the cereal oh, box thing. Man. You know. <laughs> I'm like. <sighs> why are they bringing Tony the Tiger right. to the pro-trans events? Like, what's, what, what, you know, that's I've not great. I've always seen Tony the Tiger's being like, you know. Yeah, it's, right, so that's manly. not great. Yeah, he's so, you know. He's so, like, Tony like, the Tiger, on, man. maybe he's on, like man. taking it to kids on the soccer field. Right. You're like, man, you let an animated tiger <laughs> shake you like that? I can't believe now, you know. And, oh, boy. And then it's always great because the commercials were like, yeah, Tony the Tiger just whipped up on you, but y'all can sit down and enjoy a bowl of sugar together. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was always a thing. But now it is everywhere. You, and so what I'm saying is this. All this is not <laughs> surround sound. It is not to Man. alarm you to inaction. This mm-hmm. is not to alarm you to inaction. Mm-hmm. This is to say that what we've got to do is what Jesus commanded us to do, that we have got to live faithfully, that we have got to occupy, make gains until he comes again. And so those gains need to begin in our families. It needs to begin with our children, whereby we shore up what has been entrusted to us. We pass the gospel down to them intact. So let me talk practically here for a second, because this stuff can really like, as you see, get caught in my teeth, right? I get upset. So, so practical moments mm-hmm. where we are living life together. Now I don't have in my mind, I don't have in my mind um, the radical LGBTQ plus agenda that seeks children. 
that seeks out children, that preys on children. Okay, I don't have that in my mind. But as I'm waiting, because I've got we've got three kids who take music lessons and it's back to back. So it's like an hour and a half. And so we do school in the car like it's totally not traditional. Right. But we have to redeem all of the time. Like we can't just waste time. So we do school in the car. We have meetings in the car. We work on things in the car because we're not wasting time. So bring your schoolwork. When your 30 minutes are up, you get back out here and you get to work. OK. <laughs> and so I'm in there and, and um, I'm in the car. I'm talking to Sam Witt. And I'm like, get your Bible out because he's got the backpack. So get your Bible out before we do a reading lesson. Let's read God's word. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at Genesis. So why are we going over this again? He's heard this creation account before, but I want to normalize his understanding of what God has done. I want to normalize his understanding that God has made them male and female in his image. He has made them. I want to normalize his understanding yeah. of even what sin and the fall is and what it caused. So I want to talk about breaking relationship. And as we were sitting out in the car and Sam Witt is six, we're sitting out in the car and we're talking about the fall and we're talking about God's command to Adam. You've got all these trees here that I've given you. You can eat of these trees, but of this one tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not eat in the day that you eat of it. Surely you're going to die. Mm. And so as we're sitting out there, and, you know, with, with our six-year-old, okay, and, and he's looking around and he goes, wow. You know, he says, it's amazing. He said, I'm just looking. We're in this neighborhood, right, outside of the piano teacher's house. And, and he says, it's like Adam and Eve had all of these trees. And then he points to this little one over and he says, and that one they were not allowed to eat from. But they chose that one versus all of the, and I'm like, yes, okay, <laughs> now you're understanding it. Right now you're understanding that God gives us parameters and man, there's so, there's so much freedom within God's parameters, but man loves to be the boss. Man mm. does not want to submit to God. So then we had this conversation about, um, being tempted by Satan and even what that looks like still today, you know, and, and of course, and I think everyone has lamented this. What if they had just resisted? What if, what if Adam and Eve had just said no to the tempter? You know, he's having this conversation. He goes at six, all of us. Right. He goes, man, I wish Adam had just obeyed. Yeah, mm. I wish Adam had just obeyed. We would have avoided a lot of pain. We would have avoided separation from God. But the second Adam succeeded in all of the ways that the first Adam failed. Now, why is that important? Because I want him to understand the gospel, that the gospel is presented from the beginning. Right. That the understanding that we have transgressed God's law that we have broken fellowship, but that it's going to be restored. I want him to understand. Now he's already accepted Jesus. Mm -hmm. I could, I could rest on my laurels and just be like, yeah, got one. He's <laughs> right. been baptized. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, woo. But I want him to understand what he has come into more right. and more and more. Amen. I want his knowledge to increase. And so that means that we run highlighters over things over and over and, and over again. And, and think about it. though. Think about it. Look at what the world you know, and these agendas are done. over and over again. They're running over. a highlighter Come over on. their Come agenda, on. you know, and in the cartoons, in the movies, Come everywhere on. they look. So, man, we've been instructed as the people of God to while we're walking on the way at the, you know, on the road and, 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 and right Come before on. nighttime right. and bedtime, as we, sit, as we as arise, we yes. we're supposed to be running a highlighter. So the world Amen. is doing what the church is supposed to be doing, what the body of Christ has <sighs> been instructed to do by God for their children. God has instructed mm -hmm. that. Read Deuteronomy 6. It's the same Come thing. On. But the world has taken that and they're doing it over and over and over again. And we feel like, no, like you said, we got one. Oh, why well, just go ahead and then we just, move on. just move on. 
Hmm. Man, this is an excellent point that you're making. And, and to the point that you're making, we can see the effects of a consistent and persistent message. Mm. Yep. Look at what has happened with Gen Z. Yep. All right. This is Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio is a network. We'll be right back. Listen, the reason I say that we are strange is not to try to capitalize on the weirdness that is happening in our culture, but it is to recognize fully that the Lord Jesus has called us out of this world. And he said to us point blank that we are not of this world. If we were of this world, then this world would love us mm. just like he's not of this world. Right. Because if he were, then the world would love him. And, and guess what? We're not greater than him. Right. right? Like we're not greater than he is. And so if the world hated him mm -hmm. and persecuted him, mm -hmm. then how much more so his followers? If we are not of this world, as Jesus is not of this world, then what might we expect? M my thing is, don't get caught up in like the meat grinder because you tiptoe around Christianity. Mm. Like don't get caught up in the meat grinder because you hang out with Christian folks. You know what I mean? And so then you're kind of like, well, they're nice. You know, they're good moral upstanding people. Like don't get the meat grinder. Like, I'm like, get caught up in the meat grinder because you put full foot in. You're like, no, I'm all in. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm willing to forsake everything because this is what it is to be captured by Christ. We've got to give this kind of boldness. I say communicate this kind of boldness to our kids. They don't need to see cowards. Yeah. They don't need to see us trying to figure out how to maintain our popularity and how to be well liked. And, and you know, just, man, they, they need to see the faith. And the confidence that Jesus Christ is worthy. Mm -hmm. And that does have a look. That's not one of those things where it's like your kids are going to have to squint. That has <laughs> a look, right? Because it, it means that you say no to things. Like I'm thinking of Patty Garibay, who in 1995, I want to say she started American Heritage Girls because she recognized that something was going on with the Girl Scouts. I remember a few years ago. Well, I say a few years ago. Oh my goodness, it's almost 10 years ago now. Um, no, no. It's more than 10 years. I, I measure things in times of the kids. So JD, <laughs> JD was a baby. So he's 13. Okay. So 13 years ago, um, I remember talking, I was doing the midday show and I remember saying, oh man, you know, Girl Scouts are going off the rails. I had no idea about what they started doing in 1995. Right. Mm. But I started talking about these stories, how Girl Scouts was going off the rails. And, and I remember just taking a, making a personal decision for our family that we were not going to buy Girl Scout cookies mm -hmm. anymore. Like, and I mean, and that's that's difficult to talk about, especially publicly, because the, as soon as I say that, what happens is somebody sees Emily outside of Walmart and they're like, you're not. What, why would you hurt Emily? Like, Emily just <laughs> wants to be able to get her badge. Like, why would you? Right, and it's like, no, no, right. no, I'm, I'm actually trying to help Emily. Right. I'm, I'm actually saying that this organization is now making moves to allow boys in it who identify as girls. It's this organization is moving away from godliness. Right. So here is the Girl Scouts uh, latest push. They have announced their um, pride badge. Mm. Now, 
you know. <laughs> okay, here's a here's a story. This is from the Daily Wire. Girl Scouts can now collect a patch for attending a pride celebration, studying LGBTQ plus history, or creating art that celebrates leaders from the LGBTQ plus community. They are all in. Yep. They are 100% completely invested. Let me tell you something. You can find Thin Mints knockoffs. Right. (laughs) I I have found them and I like them. You can find the Samoa knockoffs. I have found them and I like them. And and really, if you close your eyes, you don't even know that it's not the real thing. Okay? (laughs) Because it's amazing what they can do in a kitchen. You you don't have to. Or I don't know. I like to think it's my grandma just picking it up. <laughs> Why you got to make me think it's a scientist? <clears throat> Need more coconut flavoring. And someone says, well, just add coconut. No. <laughs> we need coconut number seven. Oh, more goodness. of that. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyways. That's sad, um, man. Wow. Yeah, it is really sad. And then think about it. A pride badge. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. You know? And it's a really extensive one, actually. Man, like, it's a, it's a really crazy. extensive one. So So the Girl Scouts of America actually goes through all of the ways that the girls or boys or they thems or zers or whatever, because they're all in, they're all inclusive, which is why I want to say shout out for American heritage girls.com. Go check it mm-hmm. out. Go and check it out. I love Patty Garibay. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely adore her. She's the real deal. She is the real deal. Um, but so they have all kinds of ways that you can earn your badge. Let me do this. Let me open the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero. You can comment on what we're talking about today. Uh, topic of the show is what are your pronouns, kids? And I'm not talking to your kids. You understand what I'm saying when I say that, anyway. But comment on what we're talking about. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. So the LGBTQ plus Pride Month Fun Patch <laughs> can be earned through participation in several different activities from a list of twenty recommendations. Twenty wow. recommendations most of which seem designed to help promote the controversial agenda. You can, quote, attend an LGBTQ plus pride celebration in June with your family or troop. This is according to documents from the Girl Scouts website. It goes on to encourage Girl Scouts to read a children's book featuring LGBTQ plus characters. Girl Scouts can also create, quote, rainbow flags to celebrate LGBTQ plus Pride Month or memorize a poem by an LGBTQ plus poet. Another recommendation reads, draw a map of the United States and mark on it six LGBTQ plus historical landmarks and read about why they are important. Now, listen, educate yourself. When we say this is indoctrination, people are like, Man. stop throwing around that word. It is. But like, what is this, though? It, it, uh, yeah, they want you to be familiar with the history of this like, <laughs> deviant like, movement. W- I mean, what are, like, what are like, we talking about? Like, do a about? report. They're like, do a, re- a report on, on these issues. We want you to know everything that you can know about. That's indoctrination, y'all. Without, without shame, they are indoctrinating. Let me finish this up, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Um, okay, so you've got the state map mark thing. Okay, then read about the Stonewall Uprising in 1969. <laughs> okay, so so here's the thing. Um, so little Emily outside the Walmart selling the cookies. Okay, little, little Emily, mm-hmm. right, and her little Girl Scout outfit mm-hmm. outside selling the cookies, and and you you want to get 20 boxes, right? All right, um, and and what they want is they want little Emily. Six, seven years old to study the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. Anyway, 
Here's what Emily can do. She can study the Stonewall uprising and its importance to the LGBTQ plus community. She can write a poem about that historic day. The Pride Month month patch is designed for Girl Scouts of all levels and their leaders to honor LGBTQ plus history, to celebrate the diverse cultures and identities of LGBTQ plus people, and to acknowledge that many contributions of the LG. Me. The many contributions of the. I I just, you know. Right. That this community has made and continues to make across our nation, end quote. All right. Now, um, you should know this before we go to the phone lines. This uh, document that calls these girls uh, to to earning this patch and tells them how to earn this patch also documents a glossary of terms to define queer uh, gender identity. So, again, it's, it's full on indoctrination, full on training. And and we're supposed to just look away. I don't feel bad. Let me tell you all something. OK, because this is the question that has always plagued the church. One of the early church fathers, one of the early church theologians, Tertullian, he really he objected to teachers being able to teach in some schools because he said that those schools exalted idolatry. So how could a teacher teach from these tech textbooks? Right. And so there's this idea of like, how do we live in this world's attention? How do we live in this world and not be of this world? There have been arguments throughout the history of the church. What type of participation is expected of the Christian? Look, I'm not mad when Christians start their own thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that there are people who say, well, if you start your own thing, you're not going to be salt and light. Well, no, look over here and see our own thing. It's salty and lit up. (laughs) Look over here and see it. Now, I still got to live in the world with you, and I fully plan to do that. But at the same time, you can't have my kid as some sort of like missions outreach. I'm not I'm not presenting you my kid as if you're Moloch, where I'm going to go present my kid and hopefully the kid gets out alive. I'm not doing it. I don't see anywhere in scripture where God expects us to present our kids as a sacrifice. In fact, it's the other way around. God sent his kid as a sacrifice, if you will. Mm-hmm. This, 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 the world does not understand that. The world does not understand that. So we are not compelled. We are not invited mm-hmm. to present our kids on this, this altar of debauchery in this world that we live in. I am not afraid of this culture. I want people to understand. I want people to understand. Our kids are fully ready to engage. If you go back, you can listen to a few episodes where we have our kids on this program because we are living real life. We're not like this. This is not shadow living. We're living real life where we talk about difficult things. How do you how do you respond in these situations? What scriptural backing do you have for that? But here's the thing. In order for those conversations to happen on air, they've got to be happening around the table. They've got to be they've got to be happening ongoingly in our families. We are not called to be afraid of this culture. We must engage it. Mm. We must engage this culture. But that does not mean that I sacrifice my little kids who are impressionable so that I can say, I want to be winsome. So I want them to see our kids are with your kids. If your kids are with their kids, you better make sure your kids are ready to light it up, that your kids are ready to be salt. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Bobby in Texas. Hi, Bobby. Ah, uh, well, and Mickey, thank you for speaking truth. Uh, I am in agreement with Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones. Mm. Uh, he asked a uh, peculiar, peculiar question. What is preaching? Do you know what his answer was? What was what that? Was that? Logic on fire. You <laughs> have a, 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 not an argument, but a truth statement. 
Mm. It is logic on fire, and that is where the Word of God will never return void if we speak it in truth and love and logic. Mm, We need to get our kids there. Mm. that's good Bobby I like that logic on fire I like that it Mm -hmm. seems like I've heard that before I I didn't attribute it I didn't know where it came from that's that's good man you know what that does that that sends me to doing a little like search to kind of learn a little bit more that's one of those things that kind of gives you just a taste and you're like hey I want to read a little bit more thank you so much for that Bobby appreciate you all right where do we go next will the great all right Lisa in Tennessee hi Lisa hey guys good to talk to you again Mm -hmm. thank you for everything that you do and I, I agree with you. I'm mama bear, too. You stay away from the kids. I'm a grandma. I'm a grandma now, so you stay away from my grandbabies, too. That's right. So, That's right. But I can remember years and years ago, I mean, I'm 61, so I can remember back when the girl was um, pushing to go in even to West Point, which was traditionally a men's military school, correct? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can and I can remember thinking, this is not going to end well. Because mm-hmm. when you've got them pushing to go into those, now you've got all these people pushing to go into all the things they're not supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Now we got these guys claiming to be girls, got to go swim, and this and that and the mm-hmm. other. And I just, for me, I say, if I was one of those girls competing, and here comes <clears throat> this guy, this Leah Thompson, I'd be going, no. You have no, that. get out of the water. And, right. and get out of the water. Everybody walked away. And he had no one to compete against. Mm-hmm. This would die. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But I'm going to tell you, Lisa, you make a great point. Thank you so much for your call. Let me let me just say something real quick here. The reason that doesn't happen is because of successful indoctrination. Yeah. So the other girls on the swim teams, the other girls at the meets can't get out of the water. And the reason they can't get out of the water is because they've had a heavy, heavy, heavy diet of that's mean and hateful. Right. And you're a racist. Right. Okay, so when you thoroughly indoctrinate a kid, you actually cloud that kid. And let me let me make this very clear. Ignorantly indoctrinating a kid, blindly indoctrinating a kid, not teaching a kid how to think. Right. Not. Well, let me say this. Not giving a kid sound doctrine. Yeah. Because what we do is preach sound doctrine. Amen. But what the culture is doing, and I don't mean to personify the culture here, but what is happening largely in our culture is that our kids are being brainwashed. Our kids are being told, here are your thoughts, go and say them. (laughs) Here are your thoughts, go and live them. These are your convictions, go and live them. And so they can't get out of the water. But you made an excellent point there, Lisa. Will the Great, where do we go next? Let's go to Gail in Arkansas. Hi, Gail. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Um, on the Cartoon Network, um, another kids network that needs to be brought to the attention of the public uh, is PBS. Mm. I was a PBS mom, but when Arthur, the show Arthur, I mm-hmm. dearly loved Arthur. Mm-hmm. But my daughter and I were watching it um, not too long ago, about two weeks ago, and an episode where the student teacher, Mr. Ratburn, is getting married to another man. Right, yes, ma'am. Right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Look, yep. let me let me tell you, not only author, um, but also Sesame Street. Um, and I'm trying to think, I bet I, my kids could tell you, our kids could tell you and, and rattle these yeah. programs off. So so we said buy the PBS. Like we you you cannot entrust your kids to these things, right? So you have to handpick the things that your kids are allowed to watch. Yeah. I know it takes a lot of work. Right. You have to handpick the things that your kids are are watching, Um, even with our subscriptions. 
if those subscriptions um, cross us, <laughs> right? then we unsubscribe. Like, there's nothing in life that says, oh, I have to watch, I have to have this entertainment. Like, nothing is worth that. We say, no, it's out. We used to love to watch Sesame Street. But my goodness, they've gone so far out of bounds that there's yeah. just no coming back from that. So buy the Sesame Street as well. All right, until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless. <laughs>